Welcome back, friends, to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Meal Planning for part two of Meal Planning and Your Sanity, Finding Balance in the Kitchen Chaos, part two. Now, in the first part, what we talked about was a lot. And to be honest, when it comes to trying to eat healthy, it would be amazing to pull together balanced homemade meals for your family every single night without losing your mind. But there are some of you who do not know how to do that. So me, I'm here to help you do that. So we talked a lot about how the struggle is real, but I don't like leaving you in the lurch when it comes to the struggle. We don't want to be there on the struggle. We want to come off the struggle bus and learn how to meal plan so that our kids end up asking, can I have some more, mummy? And their plates are left clean. You know what I mean? But we talked about inventory. We talked about all of those things. But today we're going to go into step three. And four, if you didn't listen to step one and two, I encourage you, there's some gold in that. You don't want to sleep on that. But today we're going to get more practical and granular. And of course, if you're somebody who needs my expert eyes on your meal plan and your grocery list and to help you navigate the shopping aisles with confidence rather than just being afraid, it's not the beach. So we don't need to have the scenic route when we're going to the grocery store. Okay over to vipmealplan.com vipmealplan.com ideally you would have been listening to me for a while and you now know that the next step is to work with me but if you're somebody who is an action taker you don't really need no introduction you can jump on a call with me beforehand if you have any questions of course you can ask them via nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash schedule is if you want to do that but if you're somebody who trusts me then let's go vipmealplan.com but for now let's get into part two do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal then come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you the mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted i mean even asking yourself what do i want to eat can feel exhausting in itself hello friends my name is verona and you're listening to lose weight with macros podcast where we break down macros based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life and because i know accountability is key i'm going to be with you every step of the way making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on monday so grab a pen or just use apple notes and let's get into today's episode Hello friends, so let's get straight into it. Today's episode, no, we've already done that, we've already done intros. Part two, we're going straight into step three. Now, scheduling reoccurring meals. Now, speaking of reoccurring meals, I just made this breakfast. If you're somebody who is on Instagram and if you're even on Facebook, I actually, or Meta, whatever it's called, but I've actually created an Instagram reel and I've had this twice in a row and I've made no complaints, zero complaints from me. And basically, It was just an easy breakfast. I just put some things together and it was the best sourdough avocado toast that I've ever had. If you want to know, head over to Lose Weight With Meal Planning on Instagram, save the recipe and don't forget to tag me in your stories when you make it at Lose Weight With Meal Planning over on Instagram. But by planning and repeating meals each week, this is going to save you some time and it's going to save you mental energy because you don't have to stand there and think, huh, Say one now, what on earth am I going to have for breakfast? Because having those two things that take like 10 minutes to make, super easy. For those of you who are like, I don't have time, this will help you save some time. Okay. And it tastes good. I don't give you anything that don't taste good. I don't give you anything that I haven't done myself. Trust me, you're going to love this. But in all seriousness, having a few go-to meals that you can actually rely on regularly will reduce that decision fatigue. Now, I know I mention this a lot, but that is what happens when it comes to meal planning. There is that decision fatigue of what am I going to have for dinner? And it happens nightly. And it's easy for us to just go to convenience. I don't classify pizza or like a frozen pizza as convenience. Yes, it is in the same category as junk food, but it's something that you can have. I mean, most of the time, unless you're really, really, you know, focused on making homemade meals, unlikely that you're going to make homemade pizza. You're either going to buy one 
or you're going to get one from the grocery store. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've got a Costco cauliflower crust pizza in the, fr- in the freezer, two of them, and I'm waiting to have them. So when it comes to convenience, there isn't anything wrong with it, with having those kind of foods necessarily. However, it's got to be balanced between balanced nutrition. So it's not a case of if you're eating that every single day and you're not getting any fruits and vitamins or vegetables or fruit and fiber, then there's a problem. If you're somebody who is backed up for days, aka your bowel movements haven't seen you on the toilet for four days, then that's where this convenience then becomes a problem and an issue, not just for you, but it becomes an issue for your health and those who are with you. Because if you're eating that way and you've got people that you care for, it's likely that they are having the same eating habits as well. But they can all be changed and that's why you're here, right? So when you're planning repeating meals for each week, it saves you time and energy. And then having a few go-to meals that you can rely on helps you to reduce that decision fatigue. Now, here's an example of some of the meals that you can have. You're aiming for two to three meals that you can eat every week. And these are foods that, are, and these typically are things that your family loves, are easy for you to make. And then you can use versatile ingredients that you always have on hand. Sometimes you don't have time to go to the grocery store. You don't have time to go to Aldi, Walmart, or, you know, Whole Foods. You don't have time to go there. Kroger's, wherever you go you don't have time if you're using versatile ingredients that you always have on hand this will help you you can choose two to three meals now some examples of popular reoccurring meals that you know we can all love taco tuesdays pasta bolognese on fridays sheet pan fajitas on sundays these are free super simple quick i will create a guide off the back of this that you can have obviously if you've already got vipmealplan.com you've got a little bit more than just taco tuesdays but when it comes to this taco tuesdays pasta bolognese on fridays sheet pan fajitas on sundays now you don't have to stick to these days you can do what day works best for you but these are free super simple ones that you can go away with right now and even if you haven't got all of the ingredients just make what you do have But when you're building your meal plan template, these are the things that you can plug in that are designed to a specific day. Now, I've just given Taco Tuesdays. Everybody knows Taco Tuesdays, but you might not have pasta bolognese on a Friday, for example. You might decide to have it on a Thursday. This is how meal planning is so versatile, unique and individual for you. Now, if I gave you a meal plan and told you you can go and eat bolognese on Fridays only, but you don't like bolognese. I don't know that, but you've just got this meal plan from me and you're like, oh. I don't want bolognese on a Friday. I'm going to go and get aka insert your favourite food here. When it comes to scripted meal plans, they can get a little bit boring really quickly. So this is where you take the autonomy and I train you and I teach you to take the autonomy for yourself so that you learn how to do it. Rather than just throwing you in, you know, out of the water into the frying pan kind of thing where you're like, oh my goodness, I have no idea. Decision fatigue, what's for dinner? Gives me anxiety right into the frying pan and be like, you know what? Go ahead and just make yourself a dinner. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for you. And I don't do that to my clients. It's about working you through, walking you even, walking you through step by step what you need to know how to plan what nutrition to eat why you're eating this why you're not going to eat this and this together so it's just about equipping you with what you need so you can feel confident to make meals that you actually eat that you've got taco tuesday or pasta friday already scheduled takes away the stress of trying to figure out what you're going to eat each day because then all you need to do is plan the non-recurring meals around your regulars when it comes to meal planning i'm here to make it easy for you then once you get this locked down you can make it as elaborate or keep it as stringent as you need to be. Because once you've got what works for you and your family and your kids are fed and hungry and they're asking for seconds, you know, you got it down. And that's what VIP meal planning is all about, teaching you to get to that level of confidence when it comes to your meals. If you're somebody who watched the Super Bowl and you stayed up for the Super Bowl, it was one o'clock in the morning for us here. Wow, you were not disappointed. Usher came and he 
eight. He he tore up the performance, the dress changed, the stage, the band was, oh my goodness, fire. Alicia Keys, bless her. <laughs> bless her. Oh my goodness, I listened and I heard an auto-tuned version where they took out the voice break. And I'm like, I didn't know sound engineers could do that. That's why they paid big money. But no, we all saw it on YouTube. If you, it's, The video is still there on YouTube. That's why right, when you haven't spoken, you haven't warmed up properly. Yeesh. But Usher, meanwhile... Hmm. That's how I'm teaching you when it comes to VIP meal plan. Think of me like that Usher performance. He tore it up. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and have a look. When it comes to recurring meals, these transform your meal planning from a tedious, boring chore into easy, easy, simple that you can rely on. Step number four, fill in one-off meals. Now, why this is now a continuation from number three. You're adding in meals that don't repeat regularly to fill in the remaining days of your meal plan template. This is where you can get creative and add variety. Now, I'll tell you, this is what we want. We don't do boring here. Now, some ideas that I can give you of one-off meals, leftovers or meal prep. Use leftovers so they don't go to waste and then cook extra portions of repeating meals earlier in the week to use later. Now, later doesn't necessarily mean tomorrow because some people are like me where you might not want to eat the same thing twice in a row. Say, for example, you are made to eat this boring diet that says you've got to eat chicken, broccoli and rice every day. Who is going to want to eat that? I mean, you might like it. Great. But it doesn't mean that you want to eat it every day for the week. It gets boring real quickly, especially if you're somebody who has a junk food diet or a convenience diet, whether you've got cake, sweets, cookies, crisps, whatever. But if you're used to that type of food and your body is used to that type of food, there's no way it's going to want to eat chicken, broccoli and rice. Hello? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to want to do that. Having leftovers or meal prep for food that you actually like. I'll give you an example of this, a real life example. I made rasta pasta. Don't know, ask me why it's called rasta pasta. That's just the name that I found. But aka jerk chicken pasta, creamy jerk chicken pasta. I tell you, I ate the thing every single day. And for me, one of my biggest pet peeves about meal planning is I don't actually like eating the same thing every single day. Well, when you make sure you cook something and you cook it good, you're going to want to eat that every day, just like I did. Slow cooker or instant pot meals. Ooh, get out your slow cooker. These are great. You can pull, use pulled pork in the slow cooker, pulled chicken breast. You can do so many different things, but these are great. When you're busy and you don't have much time for cooking, this is something that you can do. Put it on in the morning. If you're working from home, put it on in the morning and then it, you can go and get on with your task. And by the end of the day, it's ready. When the kids come home, everyone's dinner is ready. That is the super quickest, easy thing for you to do. If you want chicken breast, if you want high quality protein, that's organic. Then I highly recommend you go to Whole Foods. There are some great bulk buys in Costco that are also organic. Takeout or delivery night? Absolutely put this in your meal plan. Now, if you work with me, this is already in your meal plan. If you're somebody who really likes it, it's already there before we have our first session. And, and the reason why I put it there is to help you not feel guilty about ordering in once in a while because you can find healthy options and I'll help you do that. Breakfast for dinner. Who doesn't love breakfast for dinner? We all do. Eggs, pancakes, oatmeal for a fun change of pace. If you've had a high protein meal in the beginning of the day and in the middle of the day, sometimes you might not be as hungry and you might just want a bowl of cereal. I'm all for it. The reason why this works and the reason why I help it, my clients love this is because I am somebody who makes it real and realistic into your life. You see, there is not one thing where I've said you need to cut off this, you need to cut out that, don't eat this, don't eat that. Oh my gosh, this is bad. If you eat this, you're bad. If you eat that, I have not said any such thing at all. Next, meatless meals. You can try vegetarian recipes. I have got a mean, mean chickpea recipe, curry chickpea recipe. So meatless meals is not actually a bad, a bad thing. If you're somebody who eats meat, I'm a meat eater, but I don't really eat it a lot. How many times should I say that? But I, I cook a mean chickpea curry. You can taste the chickpeas, of course. You can taste the legumes and you can taste the taste. But it's so good. You still add in the same seasons as you would if you had chicken. 
but it tastes so good. But here you're just trying new recipes that are vegetarian for nutrition as well. And also variety. You can have beans, tofu, veggies, grains. They all pack protein, not just chicken, bison, beef, etc. They are great and the, the highest form of protein. However, you can get them from from grains as well. Soup, salad, sandwiches, quick and easy meals with minimal prep and cooking. There is actually a soup recipe in the free recipes guide, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes. Pasta night, you can boil noodles, open a jar of sauce, and then dinner is served. Get a rotisserie chicken from Costco, dinner is done. Add a salad, add some garlic bread, and then you've got a good meal. Get your family involved in picking the meals as well. Kids are more likely to eat food that they help choose and prepare. You can vary your cuisines as well. You don't have to eat the same type of food every single day. Mexican, Italian, Asian. This helps you prevent boredom. Step number five, which is where some people struggle. Make a grocery list. Now, once you have your weekly meal plan set, it's time to put together your grocery list so that you can get all the ingredients you need in one trip. How many times have you gone shopping and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot that. Oh my gosh, I forgot this. <sighs> this avoids forgetting ingredients or making multiple trips to the store throughout the week. This is where your grocery bill just rockets. It skyrockets. But if you start by looking at each recipe in your meal plan, then you make a list of ingredients that you need. Break it down by item instead of just listing the full ingredient list for each recipe. Here's an example. You might be making, for example, fajitas. So you're saying I need chicken breast. You're going to need onions. You're going to need red onions at that. You're going to need or white onions, actually. You're going to need some peppers, but you can have the red, green and white peppers or you can buy them pre-cut, whichever is easier for you. Garlic, tomatoes, cheese, of course, avocado, lettuce and You've already got the onions as well. You might want to get some shallots or you might want to get some red onions so you can add that into the guac. That is how you will pack your recipe list. If you're packing your recipe list like, okay, I need some this, I need some this, I need some that. Sometimes you end up buying double and then when you get home, you've already got it in the pantry. So if you're doing it like this, do it and do it well. And step number six, shop once per week. Now you've got your meal plan, you've got your grocery list. It's time for you to do your big grocery shop every week. This is a key part of meal planning that so many of us can get a little bit wrong. Shopping once a week saves so much time and the mental energy. You don't have to stop at the store multiple times. Do your major grocery trip over the weekend if you can, so that you have what you need for the full week ahead. This is exactly how I shop and I teach my clients too. Depending on what they need to do, as a general rule of thumb, I actually start, to, what's today? Wednesday. So tomorrow I'm going to start planning my meals for the next week ahead. So I always start to do meal plan on Thursday. I have a look at what's in my fridge left from the week before. So then this helps me automatically save money. I then go into Amazon Fresh and I will add to the, put it in the cart. I will put what I need in the shopping trolley in the cart and then I pay. Friday, I'm doing the shopping. Saturday, it comes. And then Sunday, I'm doing meal planning for the week. That is exactly how I've meal planning for the last however many weeks. And this has consistently allowed me to lose 15 pounds. I haven't had to try hard. I haven't had to cut out food. In fact, my weakness at the moment is mini eggs. If you know, you know. But I've lost 15 pounds by still eating mini eggs, still eating balanced meals and still having my meal prep juice, which is what I need to get back into because I haven't done it for a couple of weeks. But and in fact, right now I'm waiting for my pineapple to ripen. Oh, they sent me a green pineapple. What am I going to do with a green pineapple? I want it to be yellow. Anyhow, but that's what you're ending up doing. You're getting everything in one trip and it's tempting to try to spread it out, but stay to getting it in one trip because this will prevent you from the impulse purchases in between plan shops and they happen. 
If you stick to your list and avoid throwing in random things, this will help you curb those impulse buys. If you're somebody who needs those things, create it on the list when you're putting together your list. If you see something and you're online and you're like, oh, they've got this offer, put it on your list. Nobody's saying you can't have it, but put it on the list. If you're going shopping and you're seeing it and you're like, oh, I like this, I need this, you don't need it. If you're going for grocery shopping, go to grocery shop. Obviously, there are things that sometimes they come up, you know, ad hocly. I get that. But sometimes <laughs> you need to stick to the list. Put the items away as soon as you get home because having everything organized will make cooking so much easier for the rest of the week. I know it can be a little bit of a challenge. I know it can be hard. And sometimes you're like, I want to know, just tell me what to do. Tell me what to eat. Tell me this, tell me that. You've got to be playing part in it as well. I will happily tell you what to eat, but I'm not going to dictate to you. You've got to eat this. You've got to eat that. Okay, today's Monday. Now you've got to eat this. It's not baby feeding time. None of us are babies here. I know you want to know what to eat and I will tell you, but it will be with your input. It's not just going to be me dictating to you to do this. We're too advanced for that now. So you tell me what type of meal plan you want to have, what type of meal plan, what type of nutrition that you envision yourself having. And that's where we're getting granular. And if this is something that you can't answer, then my coaching probably isn't for you. I'll give you an example of what I mean here. Now, there are times where people will apply to work with me. Now, if you go to the schedule page, there's a form that you fill in. I, I'm doing it this way because I don't have time to just be on people who are like, I just want this for free. I haven't got time. Bless you. You can listen to the podcast. Many people have got results just by the podcast alone. And there's a question on there that's like, why is now the right time for you to meal plan? I don't know. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. That's not that's an example that, you know, God bless you. But this is not the coach coaching for you. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. But when you ask what the example is, why now you're coming up with like a whole essay. To the point where you just want to know a few things. You just want to know a few questions. And then you're paying on that call. Even before we've even finished and I told you which is the right course for you, you've paid, you've paid me. You've like, okay, what's the link? You, you've paid already. It's like, yeah, this is it now. It's really happening. And I think when you get to that place, you actually appreciate your body a whole lot more. You actually, not that you don't now, you appreciate your body a whole lot more because you see it in a different perspective. And now all you need is that guidance for somebody to help you put everything together. And then after a period of weeks, you're doing it on your own. That's the type of coaching that I love to do. And there are going to be women, even though you're successful, you are going to need a little bit longer than six weeks. That's OK. But the majority of you, once you learn what I teach you, once you learn how to do it, once you learn how to save money, once you see yourself saving money and we'll do the planning up to a point where if you weekly grocery shop, we're doing it beforehand. You do it like me. For example, we might have our session on a Thursday and then you're planning on the, you do exactly how I will do it or you do it in a way that fits you. But meal planning truly pays off when you stick to it. The upfront effort leads to less stress, more time savings and you're healthier. And then you can have affordable home cooked meals. You get to pat yourself on the back, you know, for taking control of your food routine. And that is what my coaching VIPmealplan.com does. It empowers you to take back control of your food routine. No longer do we need to be told you can't eat that. Overall, if you eat too much calories, then that's how we end up gaining weight because our body has nowhere to put those extra calories and then it stores the extra calories as fat. And as we're not moving, this can contribute to it too. And as we're stressed, this also contributes to visceral fat. Loads of things, but there are easy things that we can do to fix that. So if you're somebody who wants to do meal planning as well as some fitness, let me know. VIPmealplan.com is where you can do this together with me. Now, go ahead, my friend, focus on putting together your meal plan. Use the templates that I've given you over in the toolkit, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk to set your nutrition and your meal planning guides every single week. Tweak things as you need based on what works best for you and your household. Building this habit takes time, but soon it will feel completely 
easy. With some meal planning in your back pocket, you can feel confident tackling the kitchen. No more losing your mind over meals. Enjoy the simplicity of home cooking. Believe it or not, you've got this meal plan thing on lock, especially with me in your corner, vipmealplan.com or head to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash toolkit and get this done yourself. Cannot wait to see you and in the next episode. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.